I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you have were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Let's pray. Lord, this is your word, and we are your people, and we are called to walk uh, with you in a worthy manner. And we are here, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to learn and to turn our hearts to you. Lord, help us to understand your precious word and to apply it, that we might grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. For we pray this in his name. Amen. Well, several weeks ago, I shared about what is required in the Ninth Commandment. What are we, how are we required to act? Uh, today, I'd like to just look briefly at what, uh, what is forbidden in the Ninth Commandment. And I looked up the larger catechism, and there must be 30 or 40 words in there that uh, uh, help to describe uh, what is forbidden in the Ninth Commandment. We won't go through those this morning, but uh, the shorter catechism says, the Ninth Commandment forbids whatever is prejudicial to truth or injurious to our own or our neighbor's good name. So basically two things. So, and, and both of these, if you'll think about it for a minute, both of these can create uh, division and disunity, uh, prejudice uh, against the truth or undermining the truth, uh, and certainly whatever injures your own reputation and, and another's uh, good name uh, would cause division and disunity. So when we are not truthful, uh, and certainly when we ruin somebody's name and their reputation, uh, we are causing disunity and disunity, division in the body of Christ, and dishonoring his name among those who view us from the outside. And yet, if, if you look at, back at Ephesians 4, it says we are called to the unity of the body. We are called to unity. We're to walk worthy of our calling as children of the living God and as servants of the Lord. And Ephesians 4, 3 said, be eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. We should be eager to do that, to say what is truthful, to say what builds others up, and to seek uh, grace to keep from speaking untruth. And, you know, we should hate falsehood. That should be a growing hatred, I guess. Uh, we should hate falsehood. We should love truthfulness and uh, certainly denigrating others' good name. Uh, that which divides the body of Christ is dishonoring to him, displeasing to him. And, you know, there is a large impact um, from the words that we speak on the unity of the body of Christ. Grace and truth are seen clearly in Jesus Christ together in John chapter 1. Grace and truth are seen in Jesus Christ, uh, but they're often, I'm afraid, not tied together in the way we speak. And sometimes you know, we justify speaking uh, truthfully and we'll say, well, it was the truth. Or, you know, I'm commanded to speak the truth. And yes, that's true. But uh, in Jesus Christ, speaking the truth and speaking in love are not antithetical. They're not uh, separated because we are commanded to speak the truth in love. According to Ephesians 4.15, in fact, it says, speaking the truth in love is a part of growing into him who is our head. We will be growing in speaking the truth in love uh, as we sub submit to him. And there are two other verses in, in Ephesians chapter 4. One, uh, verse 25, talks about uh, lying and truthfulness. And verse 29 talks about uh, giving grace and, and speaking in love. Verse 25 says, therefore, putting away lying, putting, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. 
And speaking the truth is what members of the body should do. It's what we should long to do. And uh, in that, we are obeying the ninth commandment. Verse 29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but only what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Grace and love should be imparted. And uh, the grace and the love of Jesus Christ should control our speech and lead to unity. Proverbs 12.18 says, Reckless words pierce like a sword, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. I think you have all experienced being pierced at some point in your life. But reckless words pierce like a sword, and they're painful. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. And uh, it, it's a, you know, a blessing to uh, bring healing to others by what we, what we share. Proverbs 16 says, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the bones. And I believe it's sweetness to your soul and health to your bones if you speak that way. And it's certainly that if you, as you speak that to other people. It's sweetness to their soul, health to their bones. Now, by the power of the Holy Spirit in us, we can speak truth, praise the Lord, which brings healing. And uh, we can speak truth with, the, uh, with each other as members of the same body. And we can also impart grace to each other. And this promotes, and in fact, it promotes and it reveals unity, the unity of the body of Christ. And as we come to the table this morning... This is a time to remember that we are one body in Christ, in Jesus Christ, the Lord of truth. And the means of grace that we've seen this morning in baptism and that we will see, that we see every week in the Lord's table, uh, that means of grace uh, is meant to show the unity that we have in Christ Jesus. And it's a means of grace to help us grow in Christ-likeness and to speak the truth with grace. So we should work very hard uh, while relying on God's grace to help us speak the truth in love, and to speak what is worthy of His name. And we should be eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. May the Lord unify us as we now remember His sacrifice for His people. Let's pray. Lord of grace and truth, we do humble ourselves before You, and we would ask that You would forgive our words spoken without grace and love, and teach us to speak the truth in love, Unify us, Lord, as part of your body and make us eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. We come to this table seeking your grace to do so and thankful for your sacrifice, which enables us to be unified. Lord, prepare our hearts, for we ask this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.